2: The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Right, we'll be having a tipple around the table and we might do a few cocktails. The problem with cocktails is if you start doing them at home, you can end up in all sorts of trouble. <laughs> and I don't mean the obvious, like falling flat on the floor on your face. I don't mean that kind of I mean not really knowing what to put into what, what proportions to put into what. and And... and... You could be there with an awful mess in the middle of the the kitchen table. Uh, If you try to make, for example... uh, uh Star Martini, or, or a Tom Collins, or a Whiskey Sour, or, or whatever. Uh, my wife picked up on one during the summer, and she's hoping to make them over the Christmas. It's a thing called a Moscow Mule. Uh, and, and, it, and it does kick like one, even though it's an absolutely gorgeous, um, a gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous cocktail. Uh, have you ever heard of that one, Tara, from foxglovecocktails.ie, a Moscow Mule
3: I am familiar with it, yeah, it's uh, traditionally will be made with vodka, uh, ginger beer and a little uh, splash of lime juice.
2: Yes, yes, squeezed straight from the lime and it, it kicks like one. (laughs)
3: <laughs> it is it's lovely and zesty and refreshing it'd be lovely now to get the day started over Christmas time
2: absolutely fabulous website Fox Love Cocktails recipes and ideas where to pick up the contents the whole thing but the trouble would make should you make them in advance Tara and keep them in a jug or something because you could have an awful disaster on the day
3: Yeah, I mean, like, it's always a good idea, especially if you're serving a large group of people, maybe to batch your cocktails in advance. I would always say to maybe leave the ice out until you're serving. You don't want to dilute it um, or, you know, uh, let it go to room temperature. But definitely that's a good idea if there's, like, a jug or, like, a big dispenser or something like that. And also, if you do batch it, it allows you to kind of, as you said earlier, um, about uh, the kind of the balanced cocktail, like, what to put into what. You make it ahead of time when you have a bit of time on your hands. Uh, before everyone arrives, you'll be a lot calmer, then you'll be able to enjoy your drink with your guests uh, mm. over Christmas time.
2: And you do a, a pile of pre-mixed ones and prepared ones, and you'll be in the, the Douglas Market, I think, tomorrow, the last Douglas Market of the, of the year.
3: Yeah, so we've had a really busy season, thank God. Uh, The people of Cork have really come out in droves um, to support our business. So what we do is we create non-alcoholic cocktail mixers um, that they can be designed so that people can make their own cocktails at home. So let's say if you have, you know, a bottle of gin or if you have someone in your family who only drinks vodka, they can bring that to the uh, party. And then with our mixers, then you'll be able to make different cocktails at home. So we've had a fierce, busy Christmas. We also have like a mulled wine kit. Uh, which gives you everything to make mulled wine at home all Mm. you need to do is add your red wine over a low heat uh, which has been super popular so yeah, we'll be in Douglas Market tomorrow last one of the season Uh, we're gearing up for it so it's been brilliant it's been a great month
2: What's the story with making the mulled wine Tara? because I'm very partial to a drop of it Um, but do do you use supermarket plonk or should you actually splash out on a decent bottle?
3: Yeah, so this is actually a question we get a lot and I would really say that like if you are going to make mulled wine at home look for the most affordable wine in the supermarket you are going to be adding sugar such as brown sugar and spices like cinnamon, clove, cardamom star so those two elements will actually cut the acidity that you might get in more of a low, um, a lower cost wine so uh, we always have this joke in my house a few years ago that a really nice bottle of Chattanooga to pop came into my house and I by accident made mulled wine with it and some of my family members still won't let me forget it every Christmas so definitely if you're making wine no more than maybe 8, 9, 10 euro would be all oh you should really? be sending on your bottle of wine for mulled wine because yeah, you're exactly. going to be putting
2: all the additional flavours into it yeah
3: Exactly, and um, I would also often, you, uh, you asked earlier about leave, uh, cooking something earlier, great idea at the start of the day to make your mulled wine and just leave it on the stove, maybe even on a low heat, mm. or let the sugar dissolve, uh, let it cool down, and then the flavours then will kind of cook away and just uh, infuse uh, with the wine. So when you are serving it, let's say later in the afternoon, it'll be a lovely rich, um, and there'll be a nice sweet flavour with it as well mm-hmm. after sitting on the stove for a few hours.
2: How did you get into this line of work, Tara?
3: Oh wow. So I, I've um, always really been in the uh, bar and cocktail industry. Um, I was working in New York for six years, um, before COVID hit. So, um, I was a bar manager, bartender in New York. And when COVID hit, um, I unfortunately lost my job, uh, but decided I'd come home for the first lockdown, really enjoyed being back home with my family. And then in the meantime came up with this business idea with my brother Rory. Yeah. Uh, so The two of us are in business together. Uh, Rory's also was from the hospitality industry. So, the two of us came together we've been in business uh, two and a half years now um since co- since the first lockdown
2: brilliant what's your favorite one to, to make say a christmas day to have either before the dinner after the dinner whatever what would be your favorite and how might we throw it together I'm putting you on the spot now i know
3: <laughs> no problem so my favorite now on christmas day i must say would be something like a bailey's espresso martini <sighs> something kind of sweet bit of coffee the cream um so the way and it's very simple you can make it at home very easily so you know everyone has a uh, uh, you know a bottle of bailey somewhere so if you were able to brew some coffee um either there are a lot i know some people might have something like an espresso machine or like a cafetiere brew some coffee leave it sit um you want to use it uh we would when it's room temperature or a little bit chills because if you use the coffee when it's hot it'll uh, dilute uh, the ice and it'll get quite watery uh, quicker mm. so um, it will be a shot of baileys a little bit of coffee uh, throw a bit of ice in give uh, and a bit of cream give it a shake in like a jam jar or something like that and then pour it into a glass and then if you feel really decadent maybe a shavings a little shaving of maybe nutmeg or a little bit of chocolate on top and that to me now you couldn't have it every day but that's me on christmas is pure it's a real treat pure decadent <laughs>
2: you, you couldn't have it every day Tara, cause I can <laughs> actually i can actually imagine the calories chasing their way into my body.
3: Uh, calories don't exist on Christmas <laughs> no, Day. That's what it's don't. all about. So that's why you have to go all in with the cream and everything <laughs> like that. you got to treat yourself.
2: Your website is fabulous. E. All sorts of ideas there. And you do classes as well, I think.
3: Yeah, so we have just started to do cocktail classes in Cork City and we um, host them in our cocktail. We're calling it a cocktail workshop space. Um, it's on Lancaster Quay. So it's just down from Washington Street, so in the centre of town, we've been hosting them all month, um, kind of Christmas themed, so we've had groups of people come in to us, they get mulled wine on arrival, um, and then everything, they make two cocktails during the class, everything is freshly made, we've got all fresh syrups, juices, they pick up some tips and tricks, uh, so it's been really great, and we hope to carry it on to the new year, um, in spring, summer, do a lot of like Summer uh, themed cocktail classes, maybe have them outdoors, things like that. When the weather yeah. gets better again,
1: yeah. yeah. And
2: you've got uh, brilliant photographs as well uh, on Instagram, uh, Foxglove Cocktail Company. Happy Christmas to yourself and to Rory and everybody around you, Tara, and continue. Thank success. you, PJ. Take care. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Take care. Have a wonderful holiday. 0818969696. 96 96. Deirdre and Daisy were on to wish us, uh, all the opinion line team, a happy Christmas and a peaceful New Year. Thank you, guys. Tom says, why don't they rename the Moscow mule the Putin? Uh, no, I don't think so. Thanks, Tom, and happy Christmas to you. Actually, the Moscow mule, if it's served right. Now, look, I'm dropping names here now, but the missus was out. We were on holidays. And herself and our friend went off out shopping. And as you do, you have to lubricate yourself while you're shopping. And from a rooftop bar, if you don't mind that, here's Posh. The Hard Rock Cafe in, in Tenerife, it's got this enormous, magnificent rooftop bar. So they went up there and they sent me pictures of themselves with these two Moscow mules. And they're served in the most gorgeous, kind of pewter goblets like you meant like like they used to drink out of in in game of thrones we've looked for them everywhere and we can't find them and we want to get a couple of them for for home i don't know if anybody has them or knows where i might get them but they're, they're too they're like they like the drinking goblets from from game of thrones
0: many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care
2: A new, brand new place uh, Paladar Opened earlier this year And also Cask uh, Andy Ferreira Joins me Hey Andy How are you doing Happy Christmas buddy
1: Hey PJ How are you man Happy Christmas
2: um, Now Eggnog
1: Yeah Eggnog it's a, it's a funny one It's one that kind of Comes around um, Primarily At Christmas I suppose um, A very underrated drink It's kind of from a family Of drinks called a flip So a flip would be A, a drink that has A whole egg in it mm-hmm. Um which, you know, it might sound a bit, a, bit, uh, a bit nasty, but it's actually delicious. It gives the drink a lovely kind of creamy, creamy texture and mouthfeel. Um, and yeah, an egg is a drink that comes back from, it's from the kind of 14th century. It's um, The history would have been sort of hot, hot milk, and they used to curdle it with ale. Right. Um, and then gradually over time, they, they used to add eggs to it. But I suppose eggs in the 14th century were a bit of a luxury. So um, like a lot of old classic cocktails steeped in history... Um, but it's it's a lovely drink that you can pre-prepare. Yeah. Um hot milk, spices, all those kind of similar or familiar um Christmas Christmas spices that we all kind of know know and love, you know, nutmeg and cloves and all those. Mm. And then you can just do a kind of lovely base of your own of your own spirit of your of your choice, so you could do um my preference would be a mixture of bourbon and rum. Mm. So two lovely kind of natural sweet spirits. That's um true. and it's just it's really just a case of um infusing the milk with the cream, you would add your cinnamon and nutmeg and vanilla. And then just leave it sit leave and then over time you'll, you'll add, your, add your spirits. And then the trick is at the end you, you kind of separate some eggs and you whip the egg white and then you, you kind of fold um, the egg white into the drink just before serving it. So yeah. again, lovely sharing punch, a little bit of nutmeg on top. Do you, do
2: you serve it hot or cold? Uh, cold. Nice. Yeah, cold. Yeah, cold. Now, you've had a great start in, in Paladar. Yeah. Year. It's been brilliant for you.
1: Yeah, it's been good. It's been good. It's been nice. Um, it's nice to kind of offer something a bit different as well, you know. So, um, yeah, no, we're, we're delighted. We, we love, we're happy. We're happy how it started. Mm-hmm.
2: And are you still back and forth between there and Kask, or Are you gone from Cask now?
1: Yeah, no, I'm still in Cask as well, yeah. Yeah, no, I've I've a, I've a great manager in, in each bar, so it's just a case yeah. of me so supporting them and and, and um and, and being in both, really, you know.
2: Are Cork people fond of their cocktails? Is it a kind of a short half-a-dozen list or are they adventurous, Andy? Uh,
1: I know. We found that they're they're very adventurous. And again, look, this has been kind of going on. I suppose, look, I worked in, in Long Island 15, oh, 16 years throzy. ago in Washington, which was one of the first kind of, I mean, we won Best Cocktail Bar in Ireland a couple of years in a row. And I suppose it was the first kind of bar in Cork to really introduce um, the Cork Punter to cocktails done, done really well. Mm. Um, and even then, back 15 years ago, we were finding that, you know, as a bar, you're the one that can control how adventurous you want the customer to be. You know, if you want to make them just simple classics, that's what they'll drink. But um, if you can offer them something else, they'll, they'll, they'll go for it. You know, I mean, our drinks and cask would be—I would say they're pretty—they're pretty out there. You know, and and um, and we sell vast numbers of them, or else we wouldn't—we <laughs> wouldn't be in yeah. business to be honest what, with you. Know?
2: What's so, the Cork favorite? I mean, I, do first of all, do do many men drink cocktails? Or is nearly all women who drink? Them?
1: No, there's a lot. There's a lot of men drink cocktails as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, the quirk favorite. I mean, look, the, the classics like the the porn star and express espresso and martini and whiskey sours are are unquestionably very very popular. But I think old fashions are a drink that that um that a lot of a lot of men order as well and and, and women as well. Mm. Um, there's less of a dif- differentiation between between the two. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just I know from the sales that they yes. definitely are drinking them. Yeah. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. They are. yeah. So.
2: You give me the eggnog, give me one more cocktail that we might whip up on, on Christmas Day to, shall we say, Andy, surprise people, but maybe not lay them out flat. Uh,
1: well, I mean, I suppose a lot of the kind of, like, the mulled wine that you were talking about earlier is, is, is a great drink, so a lot of, like, traditional... Um, does that class what, as a cocktail, it does? I beg your pardon? Does that yeah, class as a cocktail? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, I mean, it's got alcohol and it and it's got lots of different ingredients, so I, I would class it as a cocktail. Um... I think Aperol Spritz is a drink that's hugely popular in, in, um, well, all around the world, really, in the summer. But there's a lovely variation of that you can do as a, as a winter version, where you still have Aperol or an aperitif as the base, and you can add a little bit of, um, add some orange juice or some apple juice um, and just heat it up slightly as well. That's wonderful. One, one drink that I love doing is actually just getting a really nice bottle and putting it in the freezer. Um, get, a, get a bunch of really nice grapes, put that in the freezer um, get some nice chocolate and then just as a sort of like dessert sort of time of, of the of the day just take out your, your frozen grapes your chocolate smash up your chocolates you've got lots of different chocolate pieces mm. and then just serve a straight up spirit like I mean I, I personally would love poutine I think poutine works really well um, Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so or me or even limoncello or grappa or something like that. So again, you're not having a, you're just having a little shot of it, but that mixed with a frozen grape, which is melts very very quickly in your mouth. It's almost like a sorbet without any of the hassle. You know what I mean? So um, that's something that's quite 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 um quite notiony. That sounds so, that sounds so cool, Andy. Happy Christmas to everyone in Paladar and everybody at
2: Cask, and to you and your staff. And thank you for being with us a couple times throughout the course of the year. Courts ninety six FM.